in our paper in early December, we suggested there were probably various motives for Venezuela's saber-rattling over the Essequibo. Given the regime's unpopularity, trying to distract from opposition candidate Maria Corina Machado, we posited that it could be also compellants, but it was just one of our various hypotheses. And now we're very convinced that indeed Venezuela is pursuing this strategy with a carrot and stick kind of approach to extract concessions from Guyana. Hi, I'm Chris Hernandez-Roy, Deputy Director and Senior Fellow of the Americas Program. And I'm here to talk about my recent commentary with Ruby Bledsoe, Henry Zemer, Joseph Bermudez, and Jennifer Jun, Miscalculation and Escalation over the Essequibo, New Insights into the Risks of Venezuela's Compellent Strategy. The commentary is about Venezuela's attempt to coerce Guyana into giving Venezuela some sort of concessions over the Essequibo territory. And by concessions, we're thinking of maybe joint exploration and reaping the benefits or profits from oil and gas exploration, other kinds of mines, particularly possible gold mines, which are known to exist in the broader border area between the two countries. And they'd be pursuing this policy by, on the one hand, encouraging Guyana to negotiate through diplomatic channels that they've set up through the Argyle process and where they held a recent meeting in Brazil. But on the other hand, and very sort of backhandedly, engaging in military maneuvers in the Essequibo or right next to the Essequibo to put pressure on Guyana to make those concessions. Back in early December, the crisis basically exploded soon after Venezuela held a referendum over the Essequibo, which essentially was basically trying to get the people of Venezuela to give the Venezuelan government a mandate to unilaterally annex the Essequibo. And naturally, the Guyanese were, were very concerned about this. And in early January, we saw some satellite imagery that revealed the movement of certain military assets to a place called Anacoco Island. And we saw some other movement of assets, notably some Iranian-made fast missile boats in Venezuelan waters, but close to the boundary with the Essequibo. So we thought it was uh, important to, to highlight these movements because they really do suggest that Venezuela is pursuing this strategy of compellence. In our paper in early December, we suggested there were probably various motives for Venezuela's saber-rattling over the Essequibo given the regime's unpopularity, trying to distract from opposition candidate Maria Corina Machado, who had recently won an internal primary. We posited that it could be also compellence, but it was just one of our various hypotheses. And now we're very convinced that indeed Venezuela is pursuing this strategy with a carrot and stick kind of approach to extract concessions from Guyana. So just before we finished the piece, we received news that the government of Brazil had sent two dozen armored personnel carriers to its border with Venezuela and announced plans to strengthen its military detachment in Boa Vista considerably. And this is really significant because while Brazil is acting as a neutral mediator, providing its good offices for Guyana and Venezuela to meet in accordance with the Argyle Accords, at the same time, it must be seeing something in order for it to feel compelled to reinforce its border. I think that lends credence to our arguments that something nefarious is going on and this strategy of compellence could in fact lead to greater military activity on the border, affecting possibly all three countries. 
To read the full commentary, Miscalculation and Escalation over the Essequibo, New Insights into the Risks of Venezuela's Compellent Strategy, please visit csis.org. <laughs>